0: All right, everybody, welcome to Unscripted, one-on-one from my basement, soon-to-be studios in, uh, at the Junction in Old Hilliard, and this is a hastily made podcast because today is a big day in my house and I know my guest's house, so we talk regularly, but um, depending on when you hear this, uh, and I have a feeling most people will hear this probably after, but either way, today is UNC Duke Day. And it's um, it's big time. So we're not going to spend the we'll, we'll we'll get to that at the end. But let, let me let my guest introduce himself, and then let's just let's just go from there.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, today today's a holiday, basically, right? I mean, right. UNC <laughs> it day. should be. It should be. <laughs> yeah. So um, my name is Mitch Terrio, and I'm a physical therapist at Ohio State. But um, as you can see from my get up, I'm a I'm a big Duke fan um, at heart. And you know, it's funny when I was you know thinking about coming on your show oh I, I was just thinking about the guests you have and uh the, the following you have I'm like man I'm gonna be the most hated guest coming on this show
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm sending you to the fire man <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, but no it's it's all good fun uh you know I'm, I'm glad I can get on the podcast because it's I've, I've been just blown away by what you're doing and and for for me to hop on on something as fun as you know Duke UNC day I'm I'm really excited yeah.
0: Yeah. And there's no one else I'd rather have on on this day. Right. I, it just doesn't it doesn't make sense. It it needed to be used. So when we were texting this morning, and you shot me a text. I'm like, let's go. Let's do it. So and we'll get to Like I said, we'll get to it. I don't want to disappoint people. We will absolutely before it's over, have some playful banter, I'm sure. But uh, let, let me let me start off by saying we used to work in the same um, building, uh, not the same company, same building. And the first time you walked in, um, I do remember making some comment about Hey, man, um, you know, you can't park that car out there because your car actually has a Duke logo and mine had a UNC logo. And so typically when I would come in every day, I would try to park somewhere in the general vicinity of your vehicle so that, you know, they were sitting next to each other but but no you took that graciously uh your very first day what a what a terrible thing to say to someone on their first day is that's not real welcoming on my part but you guys were partners of ours and uh you are with OSU so let's let's start with um your journey because you are you do work for OSU currently um what was the journey obviously you attended Duke I think Dayton as well so let me let me let you tell your story and let me get out of the way
1: yeah so you know I uh I'm like you said, a physical therapist at, at Ohio State. But you know, my path really started um, to physical therapy um, growing up because my grandfather actually owned his own physical therapy business, and then my aunt, um, his daughter, is a physical therapist. So um, you know, early on, it was introduced to me, and I just kind of fell in love with the profession and and what you could do to help people and so you know going along in schooling I always kind of had that idea in the back of my mind um, but then as I was I was going up through undergrad I went to the University of Dayton so go Flyers that's right um, that's right and as I was there you know I got really interested in strength and conditioning because I've always been huge sport buff um, love the gym love just working on performance so uh, while I was there I actually was a, a strength coach for a lot of the teams at University of Dayton which was just an incredible opportunity Um, and that's when I really realized that I wanted to kind of merge the the rehab and performance um, side of things so um, you know then I was fortunate enough to to go to Duke University so uh, you know go Blue Devils (laughs) Just threw up a little bit. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm just going to keep throwing that out there for you. <laughs> it's fine. This is fine. <laughs> but uh, so so end up end up going to Duke and just absolutely loved it. Um, I really couldn't have been happier with my my undergrad choice of of University of Dayton and then going to grad school at Duke was just a dream come true. And uh, you know, was there I got some some really cool opportunities um, in PT school to work with. Athletes of all different ages, um, all different levels. Um, even got a chance to work with the the Carolina Hurricanes down there and, and do some traveling with uh, with the World University Games. So um, it was there that I really got got involved in in sports and and decided that I wanted to pursue a sports residency, which is you know you, you hear about residencies in medical school or after medical school. It's um, same thing in PT. If you want to specialize in a, in a certain area, you go on to residency. So um, when I was done with my, my three years at Duke, I was fortunate enough to, to get a spot with Ohio state sports residency and, um, just incredible opportunities we had in that year and a half, um, and can't speak highly enough about the program and and the mentors I had in that. And, um, you know, I was blessed to be able to to stay on with Ohio state after that and, and help open up the, uh, Bo Jackson uh, location that we have where, where I met you and, mm-hmm you know just loving it to this day you know it going on 3 years now which is crazy to think it was crazy. 3 years ago that uh that I walked in and you know wasn't sure if I was supposed to park somewhere because of my <laughs> sticker but
0: <laughs> cuz some jerk said something about your sticker <laughs> <yeah>. exactly
1: <laughs> but exactly <laughs> but uh yeah no it's it's been a incredible journey and just just very blessed to be working with with who I work with every day, um, the location I do with the partners that we have, you know, I mentioned many times, just the partner with, with you and, and the whole facility has just been, been phenomenal. So it's, it's really been a dream come true.
0: It's awesome. And you got, you guys are awesome. I've mentioned it. Anybody who follows me on Twitter knows I, I talk very highly. I mean, I think at some point we've literally, matter of fact, we'll have to talk about the weirdest injury ever. Maybe you've ever seen, uh, there'll be rapid <laughs> fire, but it, I have a feeling it's probably my son and a video game but um <laughs> we we, we at, at some point i think you all took care of every a member, member of our family over the last as you said three years um i have you know everybody knows we have a sports family and everybody does stuff um and each one of them had some injury at some point and ohio state was awesome every time every time just awesome uh they've got austin back pitching again uh Bryn's swimming again emma's running again you know it it um you you guys really, really stepped up and, and did some amazing things. Let me ask you, did you, were Were you born in Ohio? Are you an Ohio person or no?
1: Uh, yes, I am. Northwest okay. Ohio. So Tiffin, Ohio, small little okay. town outside of Finley. So born and raised.
0: And your your wife is from Solon, correct?
1: She is, yep.
0: 216. Is is Solon 216? I don't, is it, or is it 440? Uh, 440 all right well it's close enough it's it's right next door to the 216 so and that's actually one day I parked behind you and I saw a Bedford Nissan tag on I ignored the other tag on your car (laughs) and I looked actually I saw your license plate and it said Bedford Nissan I was like well shoot man I grew up in Bedford what you know so yeah very cool learned that she she lived in Solon so um how did you all meet
1: so we actually met at University of Dayton um it it's a very uh you know, nerdy story. We actually met in not only physics class, but the study sessions for physics class. So um so yeah, really uh really, really nerdy story. But um it's it's funny just how how life works out. I mean she was interested in physical therapy as well. And so you know the way life works, we just were able to take similar paths. Um even though she's a year younger than me, you know, I graduated, uh went down to Duke and the good, I always tell people this. The good thing is that she's a lot smarter than me. So <laughs> me going first was a good thing because there's a lot less pressure felt for her to, to come after me as opposed right. to the other way around. So, so yeah, so she went to Duke and then she did her uh, sports residency as well, um, but at Nationwide Children's. So she gets to work with all the, awesome. the athletes there and um, she's actually running that program um, now at Nationwide. So she's, she's uh, doing incredible things there.
0: Wow. And, and and I have nothing but praise for Nationwide Children's from a personal perspective, perspective which doesn't uh, need to be said on this podcast, but from our family's perspective, we had a family um, incident and um, Nationwide Children's will forever hold a very special place in our family's heart um, because they really, really um, stepped up for us in a huge way so huge fan of both and I'm as you know I'm not an Ohio State fan I am I mean one I'm not that guy like I don't like Ohio State football and Carolina basketball and you know the Mets and what. like I, I'm one guy I, I as you know um, so <laughs> all part. due respect to Ohio State but, but when it comes to Ohio State Sports Med um, and what they've done for my family and the people I've met I mean at the end of the day we had Mitch on you know at some point and um just great relationships you know and and um that was one of the harder things i think of leaving um my previous role was that i'm not going to see you know the same friends every day you guys have become friends and um uh you know so i I will miss that but what made you choose were you a duke fan before you went
1: to duke i actually was i actually was so (laughs) (laughs) So to make matters even better uh yeah i was I was a lifelong Duke fan really since the JJ Reddick years, you know, I was just, I became hooked and then, you know, you go there, it's one of those schools, just like, I got to give credit, you know, just like UNC, you go there and you're just immersed in it and you become a diehard fan. So my fandom went from, you know, a fan to, to just die hard at that point. And so, yeah, my, my favorite player to this day is still JJ Reddick and it really all started from there.
0: Well, there's a jersey behind you that I'm ignoring. Um, I mean, it's not often they make a documentary about someone that says, I still hate Christian Lander. <laughs> so that, that had to be pretty interesting. But anyway, all right, we'll get to Duke Carolina in a bit. Uh, you So so that's what you do during the daytime. But you also have some passions that you do, I think, on the on the side. Um, and that was art, which I was really interested to find out about. So talk to me a little bit about um, art and, and what you do with that.
1: Yeah, so it's it's actually something I just recently picked back up during COVID because, you know, there's nothing else to do. You're stuck right. inside. And, um, you know, I, I grew up drawing a lot, um, you know, taking art in high school and things of that nature, um, but was never something that I wanted to pursue fully at the time. Mm-hmm. And so it's been, been about 10 years since I really picked up a pencil. Wow. And uh, just recently over the past year with COVID, I've been, just drawing again and loving it. So um, it, it's really become something that I've enjoyed and, and become passionate about again. And so actually just recently opened up uh, my, my Instagram account and an Etsy store, because I've been working on a couple projects that, you know, I think people would appreciate. And I just wanted to share, um, especially, you know, those that like some Cleveland sports icons and, and, uh, you know, some Duke icons and, even even some pets so (laughs) i'll buy the pets uh, before i buy (laughs) understandable understandable
0: no that's very cool very cool do you have um we so you send me can you send me something that i could put in this post so people can actually see a sample or and i'll put the links for sure that's probably the best way actually is is the links to your etsy so how does etsy work what does that mean like if i if i do I just go on and look at your work and then if I want to buy it, I can? Is that how that works?
1: Yeah, so Etsy's all handmade things. So you just can search either me or just any any topic on there. But um, my name on there is Mitch Terrio Art, um, same as Instagram. And yeah, you just search and, and you can see the pieces up there. But but really, it's, it's just been fun to get back into. Right. Um, just kind of, you know, passion project on on the side and, and something... That, that I've enjoyed doing. So it's just fun to share with people, um, you know, with, with similar passions or, you know, similar interests to, uh, you know, the, some of the people that I'm drawing.
0: That's awesome. We, and you, I got to think it's a release for you. Um, but I have to tell the story because it was one of the more powerful days. I know we, we you and I met um, last week um, and had had a beverage and, and just, kind of rehash some some history and, and things. It was really a lot of fun. And, and you were, I, I, let me tell two stories. Um, it was a very bad day for me. Um, it was a rough day for me emotionally, mentally, and a lot of other things. You didn't even know that walking into it. We were just hanging out. And um, as I said, with for lack of a better term, I threw up all over the table uh, <laughs> emotionally when we were talking. And uh, man, you were gracious. And uh, you and I exchanged some texts this week. And I have to share the story because I I, I ask for your forgiveness um, because I, I was working through some stuff and uh, you were very gracious. So I I, I want to say that because I appreciate your friendship and that uh, that you were so gracious. So that's one thing. Now the second thing was I think we shared this that night when we were living the good times, and that was um, there was a you'll have to help me a, a rock climber. Was he a rock climber by nature? Is that is that what it is? Passion was, right? And I I don't remember the guy's name. It's not important. What was important was um, there was a a large rock climbing um, apparatus in the facility that we worked at. And you would ask, you know, hey, this is this last, this guy's last day of PT. Um, Be pretty cool if, if, uh, if we could, he could climb the wall and see where he's at. I'm like, yeah, cool, man, we'll do it. So we strapped him up and I, I, you and I were on the floor on the ground and we're watching this guy and this guy, like if, if we would turn the lights off, I swear he would have been enough light and beaming enough to keep the place <laughs> lit. Um, it was really cool. It was just so cool to see this guy get back to uh, his passion, what he loved, whether, you know, and we all have our own passions, um, especially in sports. And I looked over at you and I said, man, is this your why? And, and, you know, you were beaming as much as that guy was, if not more, because, <laughs> I I you know what I mean? You got him back. And I think that's, um, that has to be, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but that has to be why you do this. And I know I saw it that day personally. I saw it with my own eyes um, that that's why you guys do what you do is, is to get people back to work and play. Is that fair?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's the, the most fulfilling feeling ever is is helping somebody get back to what they love doing. And you know, that's why I got into this profession. And, you know, that's why I I practice in the area that I do. I mean, you know, watching him be able to, to climb up there when he thought, you know, he wasn't ever going to be able to do that again. And, and on top of that, being able to do that, you know, in rehab and actually taking him through that full spectrum, I mean, you know, anywhere outside of our partnership, you know, it's, it's going to be rare to find that. And that was one of those, those moments that that still stick with me. One of the, the just, biggest moments of of you know working and with you guys in the partnership and the facility that really stands out like yeah we're, we're we're putting something special together here because we can do this for for people
0: and he had a major shoulder injury is that right or was it, or yeah. it was something that would would keep anyone from being able to climb I mean it was it was awesome it was a really cool moment for for I think you and I both and and especially for him and I, I wasn't even involved in his rehab but um, to, to just have a moment and, and watch him realize I can do this again was really cool. And I got to think that that makes days, I got to think there's some tough days because people, so let me ask you that, um, people probably arrive after a surgery, after a major injury after, or, or at the very beginning, um, how hard are those days when that runway is really long? you know, you know, there's a finish, but there's a long runway. How, how hard are those days compared to the day we saw where it was the end? It's tough. Yeah.
1: Um, you know, you really empathize with what the patient's going through because, you know, you know, the road and, you know, kind of the place that they're in just from seeing it, um, with, with other patients. Um, but you really empathize with that. And, uh, but it makes the journey, Really worth it, and you just you just got to keep encouraging them, um, keep showing that progress, and then you know it's it's just so rewarding once you get to the end, and you can even see as they progress, and you kind of think back the person you met early on, and then the person as you're getting closer to that that endpoint, it's just it, it can be night and day because they're they're going through something that a lot of times is, is impacting their life and is is one of the darkest times, and you know being able to to help bring them to that point it's really cool and, and you really you make a friend in the process and, and yeah. you really get to see them kind of become themselves again because they're they're out of that that dark time so it's it's really fun and and it's a really really rewarding profession
0: and before we we, we get off I, there's one other thing I want to talk about with regard to growth and those kind of things uh, but before we get there what before I forget what what if if I'm listening to this or if if my child's injured. What's the best way to reach out to OSU Sports Med because they they're the best in the biz. I mean that genu- genuinely. Um, you know, f- just my own commentary. They're the best in the biz, and, and people like yourself are just awesome. And I've, my own family has witnessed that. What's the best way for somebody to reach out to OSU Sports Med?
1: You, you know, um, you can give us a call. Just at whatever clinic is closest to you. Just quick Google search. Um, obviously, we're at Bo Jackson, so. Um, you can literally just stop in, chat with us quick. Uh, we, we've even got open injury checks, which is just a free assessment Monday and Wednesday night. So you can just pop in. Um, but outside of that, I mean, you know, reaching out by email to, to any of us, um, we'd be more than happy, happy to help. So, um, you know, any, any way you can reach out, we're, we're happy to con- get in contact with you and
0: um great toys you guys have some cool toys
1: <laughs> yeah we're, we're spoiled with uh with all the equipment and <laughs> everything that that we can we have at our disposal for rehab so uh yeah very spoiled
0: 100 <laughs> great great toys they're a lot of fun um uh, all right um, one more thing I want to get uh, talk through and that is um, you all stepped up and we, you and I talked about this again last week but um there was an opportunity the details aren't really important but we had we had created this thing called, a sports performance academy kind of like an IMG academy experience with a local school district um we had two two people sign up and um it was interesting I was just telling this story I think it was yesterday or the day before about um one of the clients um or students um when he came in he was I can't the words maybe not be best meek mild quiet uh reserved shy you name it and and um we 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 put this together and you all just stepped up, especially yourself, you stepped up, you built a curriculum, you spent, I think three or f- maybe all five days with them. Um, you, you literally stepped Ohio state stepped up, but yourself, you personally just took this, this project on and owned it. And um, because of that, I was telling, like I said, I was telling somebody the other day, we went to their, halfway point I don't know I can't remember what you call it I'm sure there's some semester break quarterly whatever we went to that and and you and I were sitting in the presentation and this kid that was meek mild quiet walks in and first of all he's a little bit rocked up I mean what did he say he gained like 20 pounds of muscle Uh, he just went all in on this project and um, he walks in he's full of confidence his mom and dad sent me a note and said man he's so like, he, he's just so full of confidence. And he gave his presentation. And the whole time we're sitting there like, is this the same kid? Because this kid's got, he put on an awesome presentation, He knew how to do his own workout. It, it was just it was an awesome, awesome experience for those kids. And for you and I to sit back, it was almost like sitting back as, as parents and watching him all grown up. Now, you know, it was really cool. Would you agree that? So first of all, thank you. But second, would you agree that that it made all the difference in the world?
1: Absolutely. It was, it was so cool to watch that growth. Um, you know, we, we were fortunate to, to work with them all semester, um, both semesters actually, but what you're referring to, you know, through that, that whole semester to the halfway point and just the growth in those four months was, was incredible. Um, yeah, you mentioned the, the physical side, the strength and all that that they're working on, but, but where I was the most proud was, was the knowledge, the confidence, um, and and just the ability to to stand up in, in front of people and present this information that they had no idea about you know four yeah. months ago, um, and so it was it was one of the most you know rewarding parts of of my career at this point to be honest with you just because yeah. you know we got to spend so much time with those kids and and both of them for different reasons grew grew so much I mean you know the both of them had their their areas I mean you know, we talked a lot about injury prevention and and taking care of yourself and, and, you know, the other student, you know, took that and ran with it. And that, I feel like the areas that they needed to grow the most that they really latched on. And, um, it was really cool to see, see where they ended up at the end.
0: Yeah. And you, you shepherded, you shepherded them is the word I think of is, you know, they came in as like you said, one, one was, a you know, athlete that was in everything all the time doing all the right you know just doing everything and the other one was kind of a shy you know played a little bit of sport that kind of thing so you had two really different ends of the spectrum and even in terms of confidence and to see those two become friends but also just it was almost like a reality show I mean I got to I got to watch a reality show every day as these two formed and understood uh, their bodies their nutrition their training it was really it was a great experience It's something that no one will ever probably know about besides those two, but you and I get to, to always know that, that those two were part of something that was really, really special. And, um, it was cool. And I'm sure we're speaking somewhat generalities, but I think a lot of people listening, hopefully they, they, they hear my appreciation to you for the fact that you just owned it. I mean, we, we didn't, we were really putting a bike together, riding it down the hill and you just, you just said, Hey, I got a bike and you just ran with it. And, uh, it was very cool. It was really cool to be a part of that experience.
1: Yeah, I, I, I appreciate that. And, you know, everybody stepped up from, you know, the, the strength staff on, on your guys' side, Robert and all those guys and, yeah. um, you know, Ohio State, Marcus, you know, and, and Jimmy, everybody, everybody put in a good, good amount of work to make that a success. So yeah, I look back on it with, with really good memories.
0: For sure. And uh, that's just something you take away again, that It's a little different than the paycheck, you know. I mean, those those things mean; those are lasting things that uh, that mean a lot. So, um, all right, I've built you up enough. Now let's we got to go to war. (laughs) Just kidding, totally kidding. No, so all right, let me ask you this. No, just it is it is Duke North Carolina day. Most people probably hear this long after the game's over, Uh, so our predictions will we'll find out where they're at. But um, I would say that in years past, I would typically hide. On Duke Carolina day because there was the Zions and the Tatums and the uh, over the last three years it's not been a good run um, for my side of the the rivalry um, so, so I would typically hide the day after or whatever day you know I'd see on Monday Actually, I wouldn't see you on Monday because I'd be hiding because I didn't want to talk. Yeah, about
1: I wouldn't see you for at least a week after. <laughs> right. We
0: would talk a lot of trash prior, but um, well, let me ask you this really quick. So, how hard is it to be fans of? I know you're a diehard UD fan, and of course, they lost what could have been a final four season last year. That was brutal. Um, you're also an Ohio State fan; it's your employer, right? So you, you want to get behind that, and then you're a Duke fan. So how how hard is it to have three different or like how do you, how do you handle that in terms of fandom?
1: yeah that's a great question it's tough um but you know as long as they don't play each other I think I'm okay (laughs) Okay. so let
0: me ask you that if they did play each other and so if Ohio State and and that happens quite often with the Big Ten Challenge right um Ohio State and Duke let's say Duke sneaks in the tournament which they're not um let's say they get in the tournament this year Ohio there'll be a low seed Ohio State will be a high seed let's just make fun Let's let's just run it out um because I actually think they're, I think Ohio State's gonna end up playing Carolina. It's just how this is, this is how this is goes. But anyway, so let's say Duke slides in, they play, care they play Ohio State round two, uh, or maybe even round one, depending on when they sneak in. Who are you rooting for?
1: And I, I get this question all the time. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know I I'd love to plead the fifth, but I, I'm sure you won't take that. So I, what what I'll say is this: is is my uh, my just easy answer is I'll go with who I was riding with first and uh, for for basketball way back when that was that was Duke so I gotta I gotta stick with my boys on that one
0: okay good answer good answer I mean and that's why I don't have multiple of course I didn't attend any of the universities we're talking about and Mount Vernon's in the NAIA so they're not going to slide in the tournament ever so I don't ever have that that issue Um, I I was just curious because that's my alma mater so uh, all right so We've talked about that. Um, our teams this year, the Blue Bloods. Let's talk about Blue Bloods a little bit. Um, you know, the the narrative has been that the Blue Bloods are down. Um, up until the loss to Georgia Tech, has has Duke lost two in a row or one in a row? I can't remember.
1: Yeah, two. Two. Not, okay. Hasn't been a good week.
0: No. Who did they lose to? It was Georgia Tech and who?
1: Um, um, I think was it was it uh, Louisville. I'm not Louisville
0: right at home. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Louisville, Georgia tech. So now we got this game today. You guys are coming off two losses. My boys are coming off one, which should have never happened. I mean, you're up 20 against Syracuse. It's freaking zone. I mean, come on, <laughs> whatever. Anyway. Um, be so, you know, here we are, the blue bloods have struggled, but as you and I are, are um, fans of blue bloods, we've talked all year we know where this goes. You don't want that, don't, don't let them get in the tournament. I mean, I'm going to say that. And that, that goes for any Kentucky fan listening. Kansas is playing great. Don't let Michigan state, Duke, Carolina, uh, Kentucky or Kansas get in the tournament, especially be it a low <laughs> across from a high seed. Cause those coaches kind of know what they're doing. Don't they? Like, <laughs>
1: Yeah, that, I'm that, not saying I'm not saying
0: that that all those teams are playing at their highest level because they're still not. But don't let them get in a tournament. Would you agree?
1: Definitely. That, that's that's my one saving grace this year is I'm like, if we can just get in, if we can yeah. just get in, you know, you never know what's going to happen. So and I, I think we've talked about this, you know, it's it's been such a weird year and. And it sounds like an excuse, but you know, I think missing out on those big tournaments early on huge, and just huge. just having the schedule changes and all of that, um, I think it's it's causing some of the blue bloods to to peak later in the season yeah. than they normally do. Um, at least I was thinking of that about us until this last week. But
0: <laughs> right, it's, but you know, they're kids. They're they're young. They're young. You're seeing the inexperience of the blue bloods. So that's the end of the day. Like the teams, I've said you and I've talked about this. Gonzaga is really good because Gonzaga has got a ton of returning guys. They didn't right. read. They didn't reload. Carolina has six freshmen, six freshmen. They had to completely reload. Duke had to reload. They lost all their stuff. You know, they, what do they have uh, on se- they had senior night. Who was a senior Goldwire? was that the only one?
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, the only one that plays. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So here, you know, you have senior night one kid's out there holding up his, little frame Jersey, you know, (laughs) a lot of these other teams, Illinois is probably going to have what three, four, five. I don't know. I don't know those other teams that well, but you know, that all really, really mattered this year when it came to basketball, it it really mattered. And it's really going to matter in the tournament. Uh, Actually it won't matter in the tournament is I think what I meant to say, because now those teams have had a chance to grind through it Uh, Duke and, 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 you know, look at the other day, we, we can joke, but there's a respect. There's a level of respect for both, both universities and their level of, um, just tradition and those things. And, you know, Duke, Coach K has put together a lot with, I mean, finding the, um, is it Williams? Is that the center? The yeah. biggest. So, you know, discovering him halfway through the year. Right. Just his impact. I'll never forget what was the year they won with. Is it Zubats? Was that his name? Zubak? Zubaks?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yep. Z- Zobik What was his name? Zubak. Zubak. Like this kid, I mean, he didn't do anything all year. He was just stiff. And then they get in the tournament. And literally this kid, game after game after game, he just something clicked. And he he was embracing it. I think they want they want a title, right? Didn't they win a title with him? That was the yeah. Nolan Smith, we, right?
1: We, yeah, we and we always have it. Seems like when we really make a run, we always have that guy, you know. Yeah. It, it it's just we, we turned something on, um, you know, in the middle of the year. And it's like, we've been kind of waiting for that this year and it just hasn't quite come, but I'm, I'm hoping, you know, we can, we can make a run starting with tonight. I mean, we, (laughs) we need tonight regardless, but uh, but we're going to make a run. We gotta, we gotta get it going.
0: Tonight's tonight is a must win for, for both, for both. I think more so Duke uh, than Carolina. I think they could still slide in because right now they're not in the bottom four, last four, first four, whatever the, Lenardi does. Um, Duke is still kind of in that mix. I think Carolina's sitting outside of it, high enough that they could possibly get away with a loss tonight, but they can't lose anymore. I mean, and they shouldn't. They shouldn't have lost against Syracuse. They're, they should be peaking right now in terms of talent. When I look at both of the teams, when I, you know, and a lot of people are probably clicking off now because they don't care about <laughs> this conversation. But uh, anyway, that I, I do. When I look at terms of talent, Carolina has no excuse. Um, to not be better than they are at this point. I will say watch out for them if they all come back next year and the year after, and they, they could make a pretty good run here for a while. But there's no excuse at this point for 20 turnovers. Um, it's just mm-hmm. it's just not okay. And um, they they got to grow up fast. So, you know, the keys to the game tonight uh, would be turnovers. Can't turn it over. Uh, got to make baskets. I mean, the first time they played in Cameron, um, they made baskets. They, they made shots. They don't make shots. They turn the ball over. Duke walks away with a win. Yep. Yeah. How about you? Keys for victory for Duke tonight.
1: Man, I, I think, I think some of it comes down to the same thing, you know, taking care of the ball, but you know, it's just, it's consistency too. I just feel like we're, we're up and then we're down. And, yeah. you know, I think we, we just lack some of the confidence to close some of these games out and we're getting a lot of overtime games and just not yeah. pulling them out. So I think, I think some of it comes from just confidence and, and being consistent down the stretch. So if we can keep it close, uh, you know, I think it's, it's going to come down to the last four minutes, you know, who can execute the last four.
0: Always. Doesn't matter what the score is. It's always going to come down to the last four minutes. And it's typically Carolina blowing a like 20 point lead. Um, so, all right. Which leads, hope. Which, <laughs> which leads me into rapid fire. Cause I can, I, I'll tell you mine. I'm asking yours and then I'll tell you mine. Uh, what is, when you look at Carolina, what is the one memory that you have? And you're just like, I can't, I can't let that one go. It hurts too bad. What's what is, or is there one, uh, for me, I I've, I've got two, two or three. Oh, I've got a few, but all right. So what's, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when I say Carolina, what's the game you think of uh, from a bad perspective?
1: From a Duke UNC game perspective. Yeah. yeah. Um, that would have to be – I mean, that would have to be my my last game, my last Duke UNC game where, you know, they came in and, and beat us. And, you know, that one just yeah rips your heart out, you know, especially to go out that way. Um,
0: who was on yeah. that team?
1: Um, for, for the Duke side.
0: Uh, Caroline, who, what year was that? I could probably tell that you. That would have
1: been uh, the 2015-16 season.
0: Okay, so is that the Barnes?
1: Is um, Barnes? No, Barnes, I think Barnes? It was, uh I think it was like Justin Jackson. Oh, uh, yeah. I think it was those guys.
0: Yes, you're right. You're right. Justin Jackson, Joel Berry.
1: Yeah, uh, Joel, Joel, Barry. Uh, Joel Berry. Joel Berry. If you talk about a bad player memory, he's just a bad a bad <laughs> player memory. I, I don't know how he did it. Just he always rose to the occasion, had big shots. Yeah, he was tough. Love Joe
0: Barry, um, and I'll tell you. So in in the same way, the worst Austin and I to this day still text about it. Um, the worst was the Austin River shot. Um, man, I'll never forget sitting in the living room. Honestly, there's the Villanova loss. In terms of my hurt as a fan, the Villanova loss will be one of the worst ever. Like, how do you not guard the inbounder? But whatever. Um, <laughs> just like I wish, I wish um what's the kid from uh butler uh who, who, you know the guy hey, you look like yeah hey yeah it's your doppelganger it, <laughs> i wish he would have made that half court shot like if he makes that half court
1: shot I'm, it's my happy the best the him. best miss i've ever seen in my life <laughs> i thought for
0: sure it was going in all right um uh, no, I, I, we, we we sat in the living room and we just watched all of it unfold in a typical north carolina duke game and i said austin oh, they're gonna lose this game And we're watching and just all the weird stuff. There was travel. Seth Curry traveled. It wasn't called. Uh, Zeller gets pushed in the back and knocks the ball into Duke's basket at one point on a rebound. It's just all the way it all unfolded. And we sat there. I couldn't sleep that night. That's how, like, I was so upset at how that whole game unfolded and then even last year's now last year's for some reason it didn't hurt I was anybody. I was gonna
1: ask you about last right. year.
0: no no you know I mean at the end of the day you gotta have respect like you throw it off the front of the rim you pick it up you hit a three like that was just nonsense it was nothing. I mean that's
1: good. that that's literally driveway basketball you know like that I've never of, seen that actually work
0: I mean for somebody to break that down analytically it the percentages of opportunity and I'm sure ESPN did um, insane, insane, you know, and so you just got it's something you got to tip your hat. The, the, the Austin Rivers shot, it's like, man, it just, anyway, that one for will forever hurt. So, all right, rapid fire. Who's your, uh, you got a Jersey behind you that I'm ignoring, um, uh, favorite, uh, who's your favorite Duke player ever.
1: So it, it still has to be JJ, but, um, but I'll give you i I'll give you a couple of others just since I mentioned him, it's fine. I think uh i would have to go with i mean i don't know how you can't love zion i mean even even as an outsider just just how hard he works yeah. especially given his talent level right. um that's something i just freak. i yeah i mean you can admire all the athleticism the the power the everything he does on the court but what i admired was just how hard he worked and how passionate he played um on top of that so i'd have to go with him um, I loved, I love my boy, Quinn Cook. Uh, Quinn, Quinn was just great for us. I was so happy to see him win a championship and then, you know, the answer nobody's going to like at all, but Grayson just for what he did for four years, I know that's gonna, I think everybody just turned off the podcast, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, you know, for, for what he did to win us that championship, we don't win that if he doesn't come in and do what he did in that second half. So you know th- those would be my my top guys for sure
0: well have you listened to the not pump not pumping my own podcast and people hear me say that a lot i'm not but but did you listen to the mike wells episode from the utah jazz if not, you gotta, not you gotta, we got to click off today you got to go listen to it um because i went to college with mike um great guy and he's worked his way through the nba and colleges and things and um but at the end of at the end of it we he he works for queen cook he's um Quinn Cook is the head coach at Utah Jazz. Um, Mike is an assistant coach with the Utah Jazz. And, um, you know, Grayson played for them. And one of the questions I asked, in, in fairness, I hate the guy, but in fairness, um, I said is is Quinn Cook – or is a uh, – he has huge praise for Quinn Cook, first of all, because he's just a rising star. Uh, or not, not Quinn Cook. I'm sorry, Quinn. I'm thinking the other Quinn. What's the other Quinn? I think Snyder. Quinn Snyder. Snyder
1: I'm so sorry yeah yeah. yeah here Wait, I am he, Cook was uh the guard um, right
0: I, you don't have to remind mean. me I know who he is I knew who you meant. Like, still still go listen to that episode because he talks about Quinn Snyder is one of the probably most brilliant coaches in in the NBA right now I mean just a just an incredible coach and a you know dookie um and then but he talked about and I asked him about Grayson I said is he a dirtbag and he said no absolutely not one of the hardest workers, so you'll you'll love to hear that. Um, we didn't spend a lot of time on it, but
1: yeah, and I mean, you know, of course, you know, there's some things that 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 he did that I don't think anybody would condone, but I right. think it it just got the some moments got the best of him, but at deep down, he seems like a, seems like a good guy that that just has made some bad decisions. So you know, we'll leave it, is that. it is as
0: The funny thing is, you know, the reality is though those guys all are um, they have both colors on there when they sit down at their table with their four or five hats, three hats, whatever it is, both of them are there. I mean, everybody thought Harrison Barnes was going to Duke, you know, and then he said he's going to Carolina. So Zion was on. like, they, they recruit them both, you know, at the end of the day, if it flips to your school, you love the kid. If he flips to the other one, he's your biggest enemy. So I get it. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. And they all play together. I mean, I think at the end of the day, the, the rivalry's fun. The games are heated, but um Mo, you know, at the end of the day, it's, I think those guys all have a healthy respect for each other. For really sure. Um, actually, uh, not to again promote it, uh, coach Matt Doherty's book, um, From uh, Pain to Passion, that, and he's been a guest and just awesome. But he actually talks about the game. And I had forgotten about this when he actually went nose to nose with uh, uh, Collins, uh, okay. Chris Collins. Or, is it Collins? Is that right? Chris Collins?
1: Yeah.
0: Collinsworth? Collins Worth? Collins.
1: Collins, yeah,
0: I believe. Yeah, they went nose-to-nose in the middle of a game because he was out checking on his player, and Collins said, are you arguing with the officials or are you checking on your player? And Matt Dory took exception to it, as I probably would, too, in the heat of the moment, and so they went (laughs) nose-to-nose. So you never know. We never know what we're in for tonight. Um, Give me your prediction.
1: Well, I obviously got to go with my Blue Devils. Um, But it's going to be – I think we we're gonna have to play really well. Um, and you know, you guys obviously playing playing in your your home stadium. So with
0: fans with some fans.
1: With some fans. So yeah, it's it's uh, it's gonna be a tough game, but obviously I gotta go with Duke and and we'll say 65, 62. Yeah,
0: I think it's gonna be low scoring. You and know, I'll probably both be wrong, they'll both score hundred. It'll always be within <laughs> Right Either tonight. They may just not play defense. They may just say, let's just like two fighters going in and just exchanging punches, no defense whatsoever. Who knows? Or it'll be just they're going to lock down. Caroline is opposed to defense uh, and turns the ball over too much. So I think, like I said, if they can't make shots, Duke wins. Uh, if they turn the ball over too much, Duke wins. Um, that said, you know, I'm never going to concede so um, I think Carolina does come away I honestly I, th- I hope they come out inspired tonight coming off of a loss the, the concerns for me will be they haven't played in a week and every time that's happened they've come out flat as could possibly be uh, the one thing you would hope for is that it is Duke so I don't know how you come out flat and if Roy can not inspire him to play and be inspired at home with fans then I, I don't this team just may not ever have it but um, so I do like the chances there but they still kind to make shots and they can't seem to do that. So they have frustrated me all year. I'll say, let me go 85 to 80. Uh, good guys. <laughs> Caroline. Right here, right here. <laughs> so, but I did see, I saw something that said they haven't swept and like it's only happened like three times in the past decade or so i don't know that's probably completely wrong but I, I anyway it you know it doesn't happen often that one of the teams sweeps there's always a split so yeah. hopefully they got one already so but all that to say um man i i i uh, thank you for coming on thanks for texting this morning and, and reminding me because i was going to forget it, that uh we were gonna do this and uh this is fun it's fun but at the end of the day the story really is your art i want to i want to get those links out um so check out the art. So give me the links again for the art that you're working on. Where pe- where can people for find sure. it? For sure. And that, what are the links? Sorry, what are the
1: links? Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, um, so I, I didn't hear that part. Um, so it's Mitch Terrio art for um, both Etsy and Instagram. So you can find me on there. Um, also looking to start to do some commission pieces. So you can uh, direct message me as well.
0: Very cool. All right. So that and when you say that, that means I could ask you to draw. Um, a picture of Tyler Hansborough.
1: <laughs> uh, I might not see that message. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll draw anybody.
0: I'm going to do it. I, I'm going to do it just to, just so it's irritating. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, that's very cool. So we'll get those links up. Um, also, if they want to reach out to Ohio state, if they're currently injured ever, ever have a family or a team member or, or friend that's injured, go check out Ohio state, you know, work with the team. They're amazing. And um, anything else, any final words before we, uh, before we log off?
1: I just want to thank you for uh, having me on, you know, like I said, extremely impressed with the podcast. Glad, glad, uh, you know, glad you invited me. I think this was really fun. Wish uh, it was any other year that we weren't about 500, but uh, you know, I'll still take it. And just to be able to chat with you, uh, you know, on, on this uh, holiday, we'll call it for Duke (laughs) UNC. Um, you know, it's, it's been a blast. So thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. And,
0: and uh, here's, here's hoping that somehow may, maybe, maybe Carolina wins the night. Duke runs the table in the ACC tournament, which I know is important to, to coach K because Carolina has got, they they've won more regular season. Duke likes to win the tournament. And we could debate that, which is more important, but here's, here's hoping Carolina wins the night locks in their seed, loses whenever in the tournament. Duke loses tonight, runs the table in tournament, makes a good enough showing and they both sneak in and just wreck stuff in the tournament. <laughs> That's, <laughs> can we agree on that? Let's just have, I, you a know, I, and wreck I'll stuff.
1: take that. I'll take right. that. Anything to, <laughs> to get us in and, and keep us going would be awesome. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I, you know, you never know, man, if it's ever happened, this would be the year. So it should be a lot of fun to watch. I'm sure you and I will will get together, have a beverage and, and watch some games over the tournament and uh. Appreciate your friendship. Appreciate the way you stepped up for us um, with the Academy. And, and um, I'm sure you and I will be talking quite often, but uh, good luck tonight. Uh, we won't be talking tonight. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> no, no, the phone will be off tonight. <laughs> Love you
0: dearly. Won't be talking tonight. <laughs> so all good things, man. I appreciate you. Thanks for coming on. And uh, go heels. <laughs>
1: hey, go Blue Devils. Thanks again, Aaron. All right, this man. Cool we'll on. talk.
0: <laughs>